Hello, everyone, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Spilling the Tea Leaves. It is a weird time for us all right now, and I know we are all going through a collective trauma, and we're handling it the best way that we can, and I hope wherever you are listening to this that you are safe, that you are healthy, and that you are taking care of yourself and being responsible and taking care of others. It's uh, If you suffer from any sort of anxiety, I know the last few weeks have been absolutely bonkers, but I hope to give you a little break from all the noise and all the news that we keep watching and and just to give you a little breather room. Um, just as a quick housekeeping for me, for Michelle, if I haven't introduced myself, well, if you don't know who I am, my name is Michelle Mello. I am the owner of rememberlovehealing.com. You can find me on Instagram at rememberlove. And if you knew or if you know, if you've heard our previous episode, I was actually hosting a uh a workshop in actually both here in Abu Dhabi and in Miami. The workshop here in Abu Dhabi was going to be a crystal healing workshop and in Miami it was actually going to be a certification course for crystal Reiki and I've had to cancel it and I'm really really sad. I was looking forward to meeting so many of you. Um, for those of you that signed up, You've already got my emails and my follow-ups and those refunds have been issued and from the bottom of my heart, thank you for trusting in me and allowing me to be a part of, a small part in your own spiritual journey. Um, I am still planning the workshop for Kenya in 2021, so that is hopefully still happening. We'll see how this progresses. And... For those who prefer an online learning course, I am starting an e-course learning program on my site, on my website at Remember Love Healing. It's going to cover the first course, actually, it's going to be Crystal Basics. So if you are interested in learning the basics, so I always believe that there is a a, a solid foundation. You should always build up on a solid foundation, but most of crystal healing is intuitive. So I just want to give you the tools so you are able to make the right choice every time when it comes to crystal healing and then give you the basics like what is charging, what is cleansing, what crystals work with what, go in depth in chakras, how to recognize imbalances and things like that. So I'm hoping that by the end of the month, um, all those videos would be up. I do have to film. And as you know, I am not a big fan of filming myself. So this is way out of my comfort zone. I much prefer just to talk without you watching me. And I prefer to teach in person because I get to connect with the individual. But I'm going to do the videos and I want them to be nothing short of awesome. So hopefully by the end of the month, they'll be up and running and I'll let you know. So the first one will be the Crystal Basics. The next one will be Reiki Level 1, 2, and the Master Level Online. So during this time, uh, like I mentioned, a lot of you are going through difficulties, anxieties. There's a lot, and I get that. But I want to remind you to use this time for grounding and Grounding is really, really difficult for us because we are completely pushed outside of 
our comfort zone, we're pushed outside of our normal routines. And a lot of us use our daily routines to insert our self-discipline. So we wake up at a certain time, we have breakfast at a certain time, we take the kids to school, we go to work, we sit on our computers, and we know what time we're gonna take a shower and we're gonna eat and when we have time to meditate. So a lot of that self-discipline of like, this is things that need to be done, um, really tie into our routine. So that's out, of course, out the window. A lot of us are doing e-learning with our kids and that in itself is just absolutely insane, at least for me. So what I recommend for you is if you're having back pains, that is a root chakra issue. Um, that's a lower chakra issue. If you're having back pains, hip pains, um, a, try to get some exercise in yourself. So if you can do yoga, listening to your body, making sure that you're not going past a pain. Uh, for me, the yoga wheel really, really helps open up my hips and my lower back. So I lay on it constantly. Meditation. Meditation is awesome during this time. Imagining a big, bright red light or orange light coming into your lower chakras. Carrying smoky cord or meditating with smoky cord helps a lot too. If you have access to a garden or plants, gardening really helps you connect to the earth. It also helps remove those positive ions, what you want are negative ions. So it kind of helps you get rid of that excess energy. You want to be eating root foods, so foods like potatoes, sweet potatoes, uh, cassava, or what we call yuca, or some people call tapioca. You also want to go for the red foods, your strawberries, your uh, red peppers. You could even do uh, red grapes and purple cabbage actually is very, very good. And drink lots and lots and lots and lots of water. Beans are also excellent. As a matter of fact, today I had a really big craving for lentils, and that is not only protein-rich, but it's also carb-rich, so that does kind of fill that need. Um, when we are stuck at home, we want to eat. Our root chakra is out of whack. We want to fill that space. So carb-heavy foods, deep breathing, which is probably something I should do right now. Deep breathing is amazing. I can't get enough of it. If you're able to go outside, if you have access, please step outside and get some sun. After all, we are all just plants with complicated emotions. If you're able to walk barefoot outside, do that. Um, you will gain weight during this time. It is us trying to bring harmony back to our root chakras. Be gentle with yourself, but eat clean and healthy and stay hydrated. Another thing before we jump right into the topic of the day, which is twin flames. We're talking about twin flames today and my absolute anger over this idea of twin flames. Before we get to that, um, one last thing I do want to mention is now is a time to take care of things that no longer serve you we're home, we're able to look at our surroundings and say, wow, this thing that I have been doing for the past 20 years sucks. It just sucks. 
Now it's the time to take care of it. Remove the things that no longer serve you. If you are on my Instagram, this is something that I posted yesterday. Um, my handle is at remember love. Yeah, if it doesn't work for you, get rid of it. Your boyfriend, girlfriend suck, see ya. Your social media feed is no longer vibing with who you are right now. Delete those people, unfollow. Um, your government is not working for you, see ya. Let's protest. Let's let's not forget what's happening now because without getting into details, I feel like we're all getting screwed over here by our our government in the US. Uh, if your beliefs no longer line up with your experiences, stop. It's believe, change your beliefs. Go for something else. Take care. Change it. You can change it. You're not a true changer. So let's take steps and see how we can grow and how we can take care of those things that are not working for us anymore. Okay, so twin flames. What is it? What are we doing here? I know you've heard this term of twin flames. And in my most humblest opinion, it's probably one of the the most toxic ideas that there are within our community. And this idea of twin flames has started within our spiritual new age community. Um, it's, it's referenced a lot. There's a lot of seminars and courses on how to find your twin flame. Are they your twin flame? What can you do to attract your twin flame today? So there's a lot of businesses that are built on this idea. So what is it? Like, what is twin flame? So twin flame is the idea that your soul, you are half a soul and the other half of your soul resides within this other person that's out there in the world and at some point you and this other person that has the other half of your soul needs to unite so once you unite then you become a complete soul you finish each other's sentences it's super awesome and romantic and amazing how does this differ from soulmates um, soulmates are two complete souls and they might be part of the same soul family during the creation they might have been near each other or it just happens to be two people that sell, share similar interests or another person that you have a deep connection to so soulmates i always believe doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic partner soulmates can be best friends soulmates can be other other people that you're not necessarily have to be in a romantic encounter with them so the idea of twin flames is an idea of incompleteness. It's an idea that no matter what you do, until you find this other person, you are only half soul. And your time here is half as good, almost. And this phrase has been thrown a lot in mainstream now so you see it in magazines you've seen it in lore you see it in cosmo and those magazines are always trying to sell you incompleteness anyway so always take that with a grain of salt like we already know that this these magazines are going to try to sell you an image and they're going to try to sell you an idea on how you 
are not as good as these people in the magazines. You need this face cream. You need this office chair that's so puffy and pink and so cute. You need this plastic surgery. You need these hair extensions. You need to be a size zero. So the idea is already there of incompleteness and Twin Flames just kind of plays into that. So the idea, the Twin Flames theory is often presented in stages. Now, this, um, probably one of the websites that has it completely, um, put it completely written is, um, thelawofattraction.com. So if you ever get bored or you want to explore <laughs> this twin flames thing, go for it. Um, so it starts in stages and the first stage is the search and we've all been there right? So you're searching for your partner. You have this like, I, I'm ready for a relationship. I'm ready to be with somebody. I'm ready to swipe left. Is that what it is on Tinder? I want to meet the person that I'm supposed to spend the rest of my life with. And this is an idea that we have all had. This is not an idea exclusive to twin flames. The fact that they, it's been adopted as a twin of flames is, to me, hilarious. It is, it's comical because this is not, this is something that everybody goes through, that every adult goes through, that every teenager goes through, honestly. Like you want to find your soulmate. You want to connect with somebody like those teenage girls who are fawning over their boyfriends and they think they're going to spend the rest of their life together. Like this is not exclusive to Twin Flames. But here we are, a lot of new age, quote unquote, gurus have adopted this as the first stage of you looking for your twin of flames. So it's the, it's the search. It's looking for your other half. It's that intense yearning of, I need to find the other half of my soul. The next stage is called the awakening, which is the idea of meeting your partner. So now you have met them. You know that they're in the one. It was love at first sight. You looked into each other's eyes and the connection was so strong. You disappeared into your, each other's eyeballs. You're intensely shaking. You can't stop thinking about them. You need to know who they are. You need to find out everything about them. You need to see them again. It could be a chance encounter. It could be someone you met on the subway. It could be somebody you found online, whatever. Again, a very common idea. Why it's been adopted of this is a stage for twin flames is beyond me. But I feel like most of us have has been through something similar where you meet this stranger at Starbucks. And I don't know why I always go to Starbucks when I use my examples. <laughs> and you meet a stranger at Starbucks and you see each other's eyes and you connect and it's like, wow, that person's really good looking and God, they looked at me a certain way. I can't, I kind of can't stop thinking about them. I'm going to go to Starbucks tomorrow at the same time and hopefully that they're there. And the person feels the same way about you too. It happens, right? So usually my theory on this is yes, you do have a deep connection with this person. They could be part of your soul family. It could just be your souls recognize each other from another lifetime. That's fine. It's not necessarily 
that they're the other half of your soul. That is just absurd to me. Then comes the next stage, which is the test. And I cannot make this up. So after the honeymoon phase, some reason the honeymoon wasn't a stage, but okay. After the honeymoon phase, when everything's lovey-dovey and everything is great, you both are going to go through very intense problems. And this is the start of my issue with this idea. You're going to have very intense problems, lots of conflicts, obstacles, arguments. And according to the websites, according to all these gurus and authors, they say that this is essential. This part of the, this part of the stages, so stage three, the test, is essential for a committed long-term relationship. What happens? Now, what we're doing is excusing poor behavior. You have a 18, 19, 20-year-old somewhere who truly believes in this idea of twin of flames. And this person is abusive, torture, emotionally abusive, physically abusive, abusive, mentally abusive. They're gaslighting them. They're cheating on them. But this person's going to be like, no, 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 no. This is the test. This is the test. If I can pass this and we can and go to the next stages, it's okay. I can excuse this poor behavior. And that's a huge, huge problem. That is a lack of boundaries. That is a lack of a huge lack of self-love and self-worth and self-value. You are allowing poor behavior from somebody that you are so convinced is your twin flame because these other two stages that happens to everybody has convinced you that this is your twin flame. So now you have your obstacles, your argument, it's intense, it's crazy, this person is, is not the loving person that your twin flame should be. The next stage, and it gets worse, is the crisis. The crisis, you can't make this stuff up. I'm, I'm baffled that we are advocating stuff like this. The crisis, this is the anxiety, the terror, the grief, the betrayal of your twin flame. Your own struggles of self-love, the intense pressure that leads to potential health crisis is like, this person is so, the, the argument and the intensity is so bad that now you're having a health crisis, you're having anxiety, you're having terror, you're, you're, you feel betrayed. And again, you're excusing it, right? Because, but they're my twin flame. This is supposed to happen. They're my twin flame. I know it. I know it. It's okay. We're going to get through this. We're going to break up and we're going to get back together. I don't know how this is okay. I honestly don't. I don't. I can tell you that I've gone, I did the search, the awakening with my husband. And we have, of course, every couple argues, every couple has their issues, but nothing to the point where it's unhealthy or where I allow myself to be in an unhealthy relationship. And I know for those of us who are fortunate that have found our partners, we are not, hopefully, not going through anxiety, terror, or grief in order to get to the other end because that's not normal and that's not okay. 
at all. It's not. It really, really isn't. And if somebody convinced you of this, it's not right. It is absolutely not right. The other stage is the running or the chasing stage. And this is when one person is chasing the other person. So one person in the relationship has tapped out because of fear. And now the other person is being, is chasing after them. So not only have you had all these issues and all these struggles, but at some point, one of them found some boundaries, but now the other person is going to abuse these boundaries and continuously chase after them. A lot of the times lean to unhealthy cycles leading to stalking. And this is where we, there's a lot of movies that romanticize stalking. There's a lot of movies that men are chasing the woman and, and watching them and, and they romanticize this idea of stalking. This is how we romanticize serial killers because they're good looking because the woman didn't know how to treat him right. This is a big, this is a mind effort for me, you guys. And I know this is a little different from my usual podcast, but I feel like it's one that I need to share because I've seen so many women come to me that have had unhealthy relationships telling me that they're holding out for when they come back. And that's not how it works. That's, it really, really isn't. Sometimes the person is just not the person for you and that's okay. And it's okay to let go. It's that not letting go, that holding on that is unhealthy to you. So then after the running states, now the dude or the girl has stalked you beyond belief and you have fallen back into their arms. Now the next stage is the surrender. And that is both of them accepting that neither of them can escape each other and both working on their issues so then they can enter the reunion or the joining stage where everything is complete and you live happily ever after. I've had several ex-boyfriends in my life and I've had several of them um, run and chase me. And I have a friend that actually tells me, you're like, damn, people can't quit you. And it's not to toot my own horn, but if I fell, I fell for every person that ran or chased after me, I would be a polygamist. <laughs> it's this idea of twin flames is an idea that you are not complete and the person that is supposed to complete you is has a total lack of self-awareness and a disrespect for boundaries and if this person is constantly causing you heartache anxiety and terror they are probably not the one for you i guarantee it so with a full stamp of BS. I am stamping this theory. BS from my humblest opinions. I, this is not an idea that I can get behind. I think this is an idea that sells you incompleteness. This is an idea that is uh, promoting a lack of self-care and self-worth. And I struggle with the idea of a young woman or young male somewhere out there in the world who's being abused in whatever sense and them saying, oh, it's okay because I know this idea of twin flames and it's okay. And there's a lot of ideas out there that, that are like this, that they are not 
reflective of our own beliefs, but they have been told to us and we have bought it hook, line, and sinker. This other website claims that twin flames can never truly cheat on each other because cheating, not cheating, or it's not cheating if it's not emotional. So essentially, if you are, you have found your twin flame and you are in the area of the test or the crisis, and this person decides to step out on you and have another full-blown relationship with somebody else, that technically it's not really cheating because they are your twin flames, so you can't really escape them. They are literally half your soul. So it's really not cheating. You should just forgive them and continue. And go on to the next stages until you are at the reunion stage or you have completely given up on yourself and now you are fully accepting your role as a victim, which is to me, that's what it is. You're just accepting your role as a victim and giving up your full sense of responsibility of your own happiness and are now going to live with the person who is victimizing you. And I'm, I'm guarantee I'm a hundred percent sure I'm going to lose a lot of followers and a lot of listeners over this, but it's not a healthy ideology and it's completely against what most of the spiritual community endorses, right? I'm calling BS. I, I just, I can't, it, it's really difficult for me to wrap my head around excusing poor behavior and excusing poor relationships or even the idea that it's not cheating. It's not cheating if the other person's emotions are into it. Listen, I'm sorry, my Miami ghetto Latina girl is going to come out. That is cheating, okay? He cheating, she cheating. It's not fair to you and that is a lack of self-worth. And of course, the best people that you can sell stuff to the best people that are gullible, the best people that are going to follow you blindly without questioning it and spend all their money on you are the people that are lacking self-worth. So here we have a perfect, a perfect scenario where we are creating people who are already lacking self-worth and value who don't value themselves or love themselves. So we can sell more to them, right? Like, well, you're not a complete I'm going to, I'm going to try to give this to you here. You can buy buy my course, buy this cream. He'll come back to you Buy this spell, buy this ritual, buy this, whatever. The most people that we can sell to are the people who are not complete, who are not valuing themselves. All right. So I'm going to stop here. We're going to go to a quick break. I'm going to go to a quick break. And I'm going to come back and I'm going to tell you how you can attract your soulmate or a partner. And it's really easy. And I, and it has to do with your self-worth. So give me one moment and I'll be right back. Hey, it's Michelle again. If you're anything like me, you're always looking to improve yourself and fill your brain with all the information. One of my favorite ways to do this is through Skillshare. Skillshare is one of my favorite places on the internet, so much so that they made me an ambassador. I know, right? Skillshare is a website where there are literally thousands of classes from photography to blogging, cooking and animation, and everything in between. Right now, I'm actually taking a class on social media because, hey, you gotta spread the word, right? 
Use link skl.sh slash rememberlove and get two months free just to try it out. Again, it's skl.sh slash rememberlove. And don't forget, when you support one of our sponsors, you also support this podcast. And for that, I thank you. All right, now back to the episode. And welcome back. Um, so, Twin Flames. I don't like the idea. I don't, I don't, it doesn't resonate with me. It just doesn't. And it comes from a place of, like I mentioned, incompleteness. What can we do? So going back to the original idea of soulmates, which has been around for a really, really long time. My theory on soulmates has always been a soulmate doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic partner. It could be a friend. You can have more than one soulmate. You can have several soulmates. I prefer to use the idea of soul family. And my idea is that these are souls that during the creation were created nearby each other. And I don't know about you, but I sometimes when I meet people, I travel a lot, I move all over the world. And sometimes there's always this one person that just absolutely I connect with. I absolutely connect with this person and they're amazing and we vibe and it's great and we hang out and it's awesome and it's good. And it doesn't have to be this idea of, oh crap, maybe maybe my husband isn't meant to end my soulmate. Maybe it's this person. And that's not really how it works. I feel that Sometimes we make a connection with somebody. My husband, for example, was a very, very deep connection, but we we did disconnect. And a lot of people do this. I'm not. A, this is not a twin flame scenario. It's an exclusively twin flame thing that happens all the time. People happens. I mean, I can think of five people in my small circle that it happened to. They dated somebody, they separated, and then they came back together years later or two years later. Me and my husband, we were dating when I was in high school. Like we got together when we were in high school. And we broke up shortly after because we were in high school. That's not the time to start saying, hey, I want to get married to this dude. And I dated other people. I almost got close to marrying several other people. I got, um, there was this one person that we were on and off for several years. I mean, I've had so many relationships that fill in that twin flame checklist, right? It's a, it's a bullshit checklist. Sorry. It's, it it is what it is. It's a bullshit checklist. It's, 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 you're making connections or correlations to this idea because it's such a common phenomenon, right? Like we've all been through one of those stages. So, all right done. You are here and you're listening and you say, well, you know what? You already have your partner. How about me? I am looking for somebody. I am in stage one. I am in the search. I want to find somebody. And we've all been there. I've been there. I've tried, what is that website years ago? I don't know if it's still around. Um, eHarmony. I tried eHarmony. I did it. I was on the search. I wanted to find my partner. And now that I know, I'm sure I would have connected with my husband a lot easier, but 
part of finding somebody that you can be in a long-term committed relationship, whether for you that means marriage, whether for you it just means having a life partner, the number one thing that you need to start with is A, knowing that you are a complete soul. You, on your own, are a complete soul, wholly and fully created. The idea of that you're half of something you're already working, you're literally working at a deficit. You're literally working at your 0.5 of something. And that idea, if working from a place of lack or of a place of incompleteness, you are going to allow, allow a lot of toxic talk to come to you, toxic uh, mind frame, a toxic... Uh, um, behavioral traits, toxic, uh, negative thought patterns. So just one thing straight off the bat, you are a complete soul on your own. The other thing is when you place the responsibility of your happiness on someone else or someone else's actions, that is the first way to kill anything. Like you are already coming off desperate and needy. You're coming off as somebody who is lacking and somebody who's not confident in themselves and somebody who doesn't value themselves. And if we see that in somebody else, for many of us, that's already a turn off because now their happiness is falling on us. And that's not, that's not what it should be. Your own happiness should fall on yourself. When you meet somebody, they're supposed to compliment you, not complete you. So if you feel that you are already missing something, whether it be happiness, whether it be, uh, I don't know, if, if you feel like, oh, I can only be happy with somebody else, um, I'm so bored, I need somebody else to come hang out with me, um, when you're already working from this level, that's the energy that you exude. A, that's the energy that you exude, and that's what other people are going to pick up on so quickly, so quickly. And according to the universe, that's the energy that you're going to get back. You're going to get back that incompleteness. You're going to get back that boredom. You're going to get back that unhappiness. Like that is, I've said it time and again, the universe is a big copy machine. It's just going to give you what you're putting out. So if you're putting out that scent of desperation, that ode of desperation, that is exactly what you're going to get back. And for somebody who's also ready to find a partner or somebody who is looking for somebody who is complete, to complete them, that is not what you want. If you heard my dogs two, second ago, two seconds ago, I'm so sorry. They are, we are home quarantining, so this is coming live to you. Well, not live. This is coming to you from my home office. Okay, so now you figured out that you should not be placing your the happiness or the responsibility on your happiness on somebody else. The sense of desperation is very obvious, and people are turned off by that. It, it's you don't want somebody who's clingy. You don't want somebody who's jealous or needy, and that's not a partner that most people search for, unless they are. Mm, abusive unless they are 
they want to emotionally manipulate you those are the type of people that you are going to get because they are going to smell the lack the that thirst right so first questions you should be asking yourself is are you happy all right you don't have a partner but that's not where your happiness lies i promise you I, pr I please just I promise you that's not where your happiness lies. Another person is not going to be making you completely happy. They might make you extra happy, but they are not going to just make you happy. If you're unhappy without somebody, you're going to be unhappy with that person. Because once that honeymoon phase is over and you're looking at this person and they're not making you 100% happy, then that's going to be a that's going to be a thing. Um, are you exuding love? So how do you exude love? Are you doing kind things? Are you spreading love yourself? Are you being kind to other people? Are you showing yourself self-love and self-care? Are you dating yourself? Are you being kind to yourself? Are you working on your self-worth, on your value, on your self-value? Are you making all the steps to making yourself a better, complete human? Once you start doing those actions and once you are, you start standing up straighter, you start exuding that energy of, I'm awesome. I know I'm awesome. I am love. I am walking in love. I am working on love for myself, on loving myself, on loving my surroundings, on loving my friends, on loving my family, my neighbor. When you're putting out that loving energy, because love romantic love is not the only type of love there is, that's what's going to come back to you. And that is when that partner or that person that you have been looking for that is going to be on that same wavelength. You're changing the vibrations. You're changing your own vibrations. Once you are on that vibration of love, that is what's going to come back to you. So if you're in a vibrational energy of neediness, that is what you're going to get back. If you're on that vibrational jet, um, a wavelength of jealousy or bitterness or unhappiness, that is exactly what you're going to get back. And if figuring out your self-worth and your values is working on past traumas, go for it. Now, let me be very, very clear just because you're not loving yourself does not mean you're not worthy of love. If you are struggling, if you are working on your own value and your own self-worth, that does not mean that you don't deserve love. There's, a, there's an idea out there that if I love myself, other people are going to love me. Yes and no. That's a two-parted thing. You're going to be working on a, a, an optimal vibrational energy. But when you are working on yourself, if you're struggling, if you're struggling with depression, if you're struggling with your own ideas of self-worth, the idea that I'm giving to you or that what I'm telling you is that this is things that you need to actively work on. And actively working on them, that's still working on a different energetic level. If you are depressed, for example, and you're just staying there. You're not seeking out treatment. You're not talking to somebody for help. You're not reaching out or, or attempting to, to help yourself. This is where the issues are. You still deserve love. Of course you do. Everybody deserves love. Everybody deserves happiness. But if you're not 
actively working on placing yourself in a more positive position for you. Again, this is for you, not to have somebody else come to you and, and say, hey, I love you. This is for you, for you to say, I'm working at a better place now. I'm giving myself a better chance. So don't confuse the fact that, oh, well, I'm not happy. I'm not complete. I don't deserve love. That's not it at all. So let me be extra clear on that. It's when you're actively working on yourself. When you're saying, I need to make a change. I need to work on my value, on my self-worth. Those, even just saying, I am, is working at a different frequency. It's working at a different energy. It's you're helping yourself. And when you help yourself, the universe helps you too. And it's, you're being supported. So make sure that you're being kind to yourself. Make sure that you are not falling for this idea of incompleteness. You are a complete soul and work on yourself, work on your value because you are worth so much like I you're worth so much work on your self-worth work on creating healthy boundaries and I promise you that the right person you're going to run into the right person any minute I guarantee it you're working on a different energy you're that per other person working on a different frequency and I promise you when you have your those boundaries and that self-worth you're going to smell bs a mile away so you're not going to fall for that person that's not worth your time you're going to be able to cut it a so much quicker before you reach the test stage or the crisis stage where you're going to fall into it and buy this crap this is what it is it's just crap so i hope you are safe at home i want to thank you Dafina. I hope I'm saying that right. Dafina for buying me my cup of coffee today. It is an iced caramel macchiato from Starbucks. I'm trying to cut my sugar. I promise, I promise, I promise. It's just this one time. I've had it rough. <laughs> We've been we've been home here for almost a full month. Um, yeah, I hope everybody's doing well. Um, again, my name is Michelle Mello. If you're not already following me on Instagram, I would love to see you there. You can follow me at Remember Love. And you can also find me on my website at rememberlovehealing.com where you have all my social media handles. And thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this community. If you ever have a podcast topic that you want me to cover, shoot me an email, rememberlovehealing at gmail.com and let me know. Let me know if you want me to talk about something specific. Let me know if there is um, just a general question that you feel like I've never answered. Talk to me. I just want to talk to you. (laughs) Well, I hope everybody is doing well and is safe. Please stay home. Please stay safe. Um, I am wishing you love in every single sense of the word. And I will see you for the next episode. Sending you love and light. See you next time.